doing the whole scene for work was important. Plus 20. Yeah. We're recording now. Uh, live back in the basement. Um, it's your boy, Dougie. Sorry, that was thunder. Did you hear that? Uh, nope. Oh, no, I did. No, 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 we're keeping it live here. Uh, we're back in the basement. Um, Saturday night, late night pod. Uh, 8.57 p.m. Saturday, April... I 16th? 16th. Um, we're here for the 420 pod. Uh, it's been a couple weeks. Um, had a lot of stuff going on. Uh, if you know, you know. But we're going to get you back to... You know, we're definitely going to have a 420 pod. I'm not going to let that um, go. Because there has been um, a lot of big news, especially in the cannabis marijuana industry, um, that we are now getting going in the state of new jersey uh for a long time i didn't for a long time when i started the pod i didn't want to put a location out of where i was um even though the little people that did listen uh know where i was from but for legality reasons i didn't want to say where i was but now that everything's legal and we're in jersey we can say we are officially a jersey podcast if uh, i'm sure we said it at one point um, through the past episodes, but we are a Jersey podcast and uh, there's big news and we'll get to that, but we just wanted to do some updates. Um, as far as the podcast goes, we're going to get into a more, definitely a more consistent schedule, um, not skipping anything, uh, skipping some weeks. And I think one way that we could possibly do this is by pre-scheduling um, shows. So basically what I would do in and I kind of did this before, but I would reach out to people and now we're going to do it in batches. So I'm going to put a, a calendar together, like I said I would, and um, I'm going to reach out to multiple people and we're going to organize. Um, I'll get with Nia and uh, like, you know, all the other people and we'll start reaching out and almost schedule like a season of shows. So whether we're doing two shows a week or uh, one show a week, we're going to have a schedule uh, and we're going to have. Uh, more consistent um weird weird time yeah weird <laughs> times i'm sorry a lot of thunderstorms and stuff but we're gonna get um a lot of thunder excuse me a lot of thunder and stuff so if you hear a stop for a second uh we're listening we're listening to nature to nature but <laughs> yes what i meant to continue to say is um we're gonna get a consistent schedule we're gonna schedule guests and we're going to get these out quicker. Um, we'll, we'll take breaks here and there, but um, more consistency. We're not going to do a pod and then wait a month and then do another pod. Right. Uh, we're going to try to do them in batches. So if we do like three or four straight weeks of pods and then we have a couple weeks off, understand we're just recording more episodes. But I want to get stuff out more consistently. So, you know, we're not sitting. We want to stay consistent. Um, that's one thing with like all goals that I recommend is just consistency. Um Usually, no matter what you do in life, um, whether you're better than the next person at something, one thing that uh, remains true in all success stories is consistency. So we're going to uh, stay consistent. Reach. Um, we're going to try to get some video back, whether it be recording short clips of the podcast um, and try to get some stuff edited to get stuff on YouTube, do some reels and stuff like that. Um, obviously, our boy Paul is no longer with us. He's not dead or anything, but he moved to Virginia and 
we're gonna uh and while we'll use his talents when he's available for sure uh we're gonna try to get some video back uh while he is away um living his best life shout out to paul on the one time Paulie snaps for paul snaps for paul <laughs> um obviously you know he's always there to help there's you know we can always email shit back and forth so but you know paul paul's a real one and whatever video we decide to do on this show i'm sure he's gonna be here to help so um with that said um nia is here hi everybody. i don't know if i formally introduced her obviously no, um second chair of the podcast tonight um yes. when there's a guest obviously nia's third chair but she's she's bumped to second oh chair gosh. she's bumped to second chair demoted already and i didn't even do anything no i'm just joking no no. second chair of the podcast nia is live on the show and we're going to be talking about some big news that's coming next week um obviously we have a 420 podcast but the big day um actually that might overshadow 420 this year especially in our area is uh 421 phil murphy's so petty for picking 421 <laughs> 420 and what's gonna happen on 421 um, the marijuana dispensaries are able to sell to regular people. You don't need a, what is it? A medical, medical card, a medical card anymore. They're selling to everybody. Yes. Which is going to be super dope. And so not only, well, not only will the medical patients, you know, still be able to get their weed and stuff like that, but us recreational, mm -hmm. what we call recreational users are going to be able to go into a dispensary and buy pot in New Jersey. That's what it's It's big. It's big news because believe me, I I there was a day where we thought this would never come um to be able to buy legal weed in a dispensary in New Jersey. Um like it's crazy. It's hard I, to fathom. It really is and just it's the start of a huge industry, but I will say, like, I've been smoking pot since maybe I was 17. I was a late bloomer. Late so bloomer at late 17? Bloomer at 17. That's late? Yeah. There was people smoking weed in high school. People were... I know, but that that's too young. Early <laughs> high school, 17, I feel like, is when you could possibly... That makes more sense to be starting. Well, de developmentally, you want to wait a while. Yeah. Um, you should want to wait till like, 18, 19... Um, but yeah, I know a lot of people that smoke weed early, like early on. Um, that's crazy. freshmen. Well, yeah, I've heard of those stories too, but yeah, it's still crazy to think about. I was always the, and I don't know where the lighter is. Oops, sorry, in the <laughs> mic. Um, I don't know where the lighter is. I'm trying to light up here. Oh, here it goes. Um, and we do have a blunt. We're gonna be passing back and forth. Nia is smoking today. I know, um, Dougie's been trying to get celebrate. me to smoke for like two, three weeks now. Yeah, she's very selective when she does, but yeah. it's a 420 pod. She's going to take a couple hits. We're not going to get her too blazed in here. Um, it's, a, it's a celebratory Yeah, we're going to have a blast. Occasion. So I'm going to get this lit. What about 421? Are you going to smoke on 421? Maybe I'll have to come to the apartment. <laughs> He's smoking now, so if, if you hear me, it's, if it sounds like I'm talking to myself... He's answering me behind the scenes. Yeah. Um. So, 420. Yeah, 420 is... 420 is... It's honestly... It's going to sound cliche, but 420 is like an everyday thing. We're always smoking. Um. Now, we're going to use it to celebrate, of course, yeah. Um. cannabis and all it does. 
uh, for the world um, on 420. And we're going to be getting high for show. Um, <laughs> not on the clock. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, because it is during the week. Let's it is a Wednesday. Um, we do work. Uh, but we're going to use for definitely celebrate 420, even though it is pretty much an everyday thing. We're always smoking. Um, but we're going to use that day to appreciate the holiday. And 420 is probably going to be a bigger day, as we talked about earlier. You mean 421? 421, excuse me. And like Nia said earlier, why is Phil Murphy so petty? Why 421 <laughs> as opposed to 420 to help us celebrate? I kind of have, uh, I was thinking about this. I was like, I kind of have not an idea. Like, it could just be me thinking. Mm-hmm. But I low-key think they picked that day because they don't want to overwhelm the what seven dispensaries 13 13 dispensaries that they have and they're all where like up north and well the way the map works out is none of them are truly close to the jersey shore and we have a list here um so the 13 there's already for one there's already not a lot of medical dispensaries in new jersey as it is there was already um arguments that there isn't enough in the state and it was hard enough to sell um, to the medical patients as it is because a lot of the dispensaries too are out of the way um for us and we're here on the jersey shore um neptune new jersey asbury park new jersey um right on the beach here and we have one dispensary um in neptune that was that is a medical dispensary um it's owned by one of the businesses that has uh medical dispensaries open up open across the state or a couple in the state um but they're still waiting on the zoning approvals so there's no recreational weed going to be sold there in the meantime but all of these other sites in new jersey and i'll list the cities off um it's going to be belmar belmar as in b-e-l-l-m-a-w-r not mm-hmm. like belmar you know um, i ain't putting nobody in belmar and we'll talk about that <laughs> um edgewater park so that could that's a relatively nice area if I'm thinking Edgewater. Isn't that like um, by the city on the Hudson? On the Hudson, right? Um, Bloomfield, Patterson, more up north um, places. Phillipsburg, not sure where Phillipsburg is. Me neither. Um, Phillipsburg and Berg and Maplewood, Rochelle Park, Elizabeth, Lawrence, Williamstown, and Egg Harbor. Um, Egg Harbor is southern New Jersey, I believe. Mm-hmm. I believe. That, isn't that like past Atlantic City? Or the yeah, I think Township. it is. I think it, no, Wait. AC is its own. Isn't that a county? They taught us the wrong shit in school. I'm not, I'm not good with geography or towns or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but Egg Harbor is definitely, I think that one's south. Egg Harbor is south for sure. But basically, you just passed this back, right? Yes, I did. Okay, word. Um, Egg Harbor is southern, but mostly if you're looking at a map of where all the dispensaries are, it is a perfect shape around central Jersey, Jersey Shore. All of the dispensaries are either north, south, or west. And keep in mind, again, this is only 13 um, dispensaries. And they were serving around 5,200 patients. So imagine 420, they open everything up and everyone's trying <laughs> to celebrate. Um, and they're going to the 13, only right. 13 uh, dispensaries that are allowed to sell uh, recreational weed to us um, so it would definitely overwhelm them um, why wait a day after I mean, I mean we waited long enough I mean you could have right. 423 or something like that but 421 is what they aim for um, 
and that is because they didn't want to overwhelm uh the sites um, I, think, I think they're still going to be busy though oh like, of course i'm going to watch the news on 421 because i know they're going to be at these dispensaries and i'm like i wonder how long the lines are going to be or maybe it won't even be that serious it'll be interesting to see i think it's going to be hit or it. miss and for a couple reasons because there's pros and cons um to these dispensaries <clears throat> uh opening up and maybe we have a different perception because our last experience buying weed was in California in Mm -hmm. a dispensary and that was the coolest the coolest coolest experience um really ever it was really chill everything was set up and the way the industry is in California it's it's pretty massive um, we have 13 dispensaries here. We were just in L.A., mm-hmm. and there was basically a dispensary option on every corner, probably. Every corner. Pretty much. Low-key, low-key, too. Like, not like, there were, like, weed signs, but a lot of the dispensaries are, like, low-key because, you know, you don't want to get robbed and all that. Right. I knew Kylo was being too quiet. <laughs> One second, guys. Kylo's chewing on a box. Intermission. Um, but yeah, in the California, the industry was so spread out, so many options. Um, I tell a lot of people about the weed maps app, Mm -hmm. um, that we used while we were out there and, um, it gives out and, and, you know, I guess no free ads, but, um, I really go by this app, um, weed maps, download it. Oh, we went to the museum. As a matter of fact, they had the the weed maps museum while we were out there as well. Mm -hmm. And they have a very cool app that. You download and you can pretty much search whatever area you're in, whether it be California, whether it be Denver, um, works for Jersey as well. Anywhere there's any sort of weed or uh, dispensaries, um, they'll they'll let you know, whether that just be medical, um, recreational. And we use this app in California and you can see where the medical places were, the recreational. They even had delivery services on there. Mm -hmm. You could search by the deals. Um, whatever you're looking for, whether it be buds, edibles, pre-rolls, um, anything. And it's extensive out there and the app is crazy. And I encourage you guys to download it, download the app and, um, just even go when you're, when they're, when they're asking for the location, just type in LA and while you're listening to this and, um, you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. There are little spots on the map everywhere for everything. Um, again, delivery services, recreational, they'll bring that shit to you. Um, the app is simply amazing. Um, now look up LA and then go back and look up New Jersey. Um, and you'll see the vast difference and you can even try Colorado. Um, and even I know like Massachusetts, try all the legal States. Um, and you'll see the different, uh, infrastructures as to where the weed has been around the longest. And, LA was a blast, but it's going to be tough in New Jersey for a little while. And that's for a few different reasons. Um, one, like we said, there's not that many. Um, there's still a lot of people waiting for approval, like the Zen Leaf. That was the company we were talking about earlier, the Zen Leaf and Neptune. Mm-hmm. Um, they're still waiting on uh, municipal approvals and stuff like that. So a lot of technical stuff still going on. Um, New Jersey has um, approved like over 70 to 100 different other applicants that are still waiting to you know grow the product and then have a location built out 
oh, for them that. to be able to sell. So there's a lot of stuff in the motions. It's taken a while, honestly. But what I originally thought, and this got approved like last year, right? During an election, election was yeah, it during year? the um, the election no, we it voted. Yeah, it was what November. Mm-hmm. When we um, when we voted for president? No, that was a year ago. Was yeah, it? yeah, 2020. I have no perception of time. 2020. Well, whenever the last election oh, was. Oh, yeah, it was 2020. Okay, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so we approved it then. It got voted in. And then I basically thought from there it would take about a year um, for infrastructure to get going. But it's been a year since. And we are now um, April 21st of 2022 um, just getting to recreational sales. Um, it's going to be a slow road. It really is. Now, to put in perspective, not only the location, let's talk about some prices. Um, that we have. I'm not familiar with prices of weed. All I know is five on it. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. Yeah, I mean, um, <laughs> <laughs> Nia is inexperienced. Uh, very um, inexperienced with this stuff. Uh, as probably most women would be. Not a lot of women are really. Uh, not to denounce the woman. Um, there's plenty of women stoners out there that probably know more than me. But for a, for a woman like Nia. Um, she probably know wouldn't know too much. She doesn't really smoke on her own. Um, but she, she's what had a dealer or two Dougie, that didn't not, teach her enough. Do not um, go there. Thank you. That they taught me nothing because I did not in, inquire. She was the trap queen. That no, did I not wasn't. Hit the, she no, did not I hit wasn't. the band though. I was not. <laughs> she did not hit the band though. Um, Please ignore him. Thank you. Guys. Anywho, but. So just to break down the prices for you guys, and I'll give you guys a general street price as opposed to the prices that they're listing um, in comparison on here. Um, so when you're, and this is, a, we're, we're teaching stuff here, right? So when we're breaking this down, this is the stuff that you can go into your dispensary that you're around um, when you get the opportunity. And if you don't buy weed and you happen to be a listener that, you know, may not know. We're going to teach you how, and I didn't know we're going to, we were going to do this on this episode. I didn't know. We're going to teach you the weights of, of weed. We're going to break that down for you. Um, and how we usually buy it, the regular consumer, right? So we're going to do the four steps and it's going to be fractions. If you think about your basic fractions, um, this is how it works, right? So should we break it down from smallest to biggest or biggest to smallest? Smallest to biggest. Smallest to biggest, right? Yeah. That's how I shop. <laughs> so, we are going to start at the gram. One gram of marijuana. Um, and that's basically how we're going to have our weights. That's the, what's the word for it? Like the gram, like you got milligram, microgram, gram, measurement? kilogram. It's a measurement, but it's a specific word. Um... I don't know. We've been out of school I'm too long. I'm just thinking measurement. I'm just, we'll say the measurement um, in weight is going to be grams for this. Um, that's how you're going to measure out all your weight. Um, it's going to be in grams. So one gram of weed is going to run you about 10 to $20. Um, now, that, question. Sorry. Okay. So the well, one gram, is that when people would get that really, really, really tiny bag? It would or just be like a nugget. Okay. Like, are they called right? nuggets? So that would be two of those bags. Remember okay. the classic two for fifteen? Um, that would be okay. the one gram of weed in your two point five baggies. Mm-hmm. So two point fives equals one gram, right? Mm-hmm. 
but no one sells those anymore. Um, <laughs> usually, and keep in mind, the more weight you buy, the cheaper it is, right? Um, like anything, if you buy anything in wholesale, it's going to be cheaper. Um, so your one gram is going to be 10 to 20. That'll get you about two baggies. It'll get you a blunt, probably. Just one blunt? Just oh, one. my God. Just one. And it's not expensive when you think about it. You're paying 10 to $20 for one blunt. That's so tiny. Um, yeah. So that that's child's play. Don't really deal with that much anymore. But once you get your gram, the next step you're going to go to is your eighth, your 3.5, known in the streets as a KD. Um <laughs> Why is it? What's, what is that for? Can you put it together in your head? KD. 3.5. Why is it called a KD? What's a KD? Is this... I'm thinking of basketball? Yes. Kevin Durant? Yes. Is that his number? Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, look at me. <laughs> Snaps for Nia. She figured it out. I deserve a clap. She figured it out. <laughs> um. So, yeah, your KD, your 3.5, or your eighth. Got um, it. So, you go from your gram to your eighth. <clears throat> So when it says an eighth, an eighth of what? An eighth of an ounce, right? Um, so 3.5 is an eighth of your ounce, and your ounce is going to be 28 grams. Now, this is basic science. Um, 28 grams equals an ounce, right? Mm-hmm. So 3.5 of that is an eighth. Now, your typical eighth is going to range you f- usually about f- st- street I'm going to say, like, anywhere between, like, 30 for a good deal, um, all the way up, I've heard, 60, 70 for, for some good za, even higher than that. Um, too expensive for my taste. Usually, the ranges around here are from, like, 30 to 35. Um, we're looking at Kylo do something, excuse me. But, yeah, your KD 3.5 or your eighth. So, that's going to be about 35 to 60. Now, in a dispensary... Um, they're, they're probably going to be on the higher end, right? So you're, I was looking today, as a matter of fact, at some prices at the local dispensary that we have here in Neptune and all of the ace there range from like 50 to $60. Now I'm assuming that's before all the tax that you're going to pay. Um, so you're going to pay, a I believe it's a state tax and then it's like a recreate recreational tax, a couple different ones. I didn't do the research on that end for you guys. Um, but there's going to be a couple taxes added on to that at the end. So I would assume your typical eighth might range you at first to about maybe 70 bucks. Now, is that expensive? Well, that is expensive. I'm looking at the, the little chart you have here. Mm-hmm. So I would say, yeah, that's over the 35 to $60. So it's a little pricey. You know, definitely read the charts. It's definitely going to be pricey. And again, this is basic market stuff. Like, And how can- long would you typically say an eighth would last? A person, a person like me, an eighth could last maybe a day of a month. Oh my god! Yeah, uh, and, and that's what immense. Maybe a day and a half, maybe two days. I can make it last. It really depends. If it's a weekend and we're chiefing it up, it could last maybe a day. So that is expensive because that's like you're you're spending seventy dollars just to get another one. That's like one hundred and forty in two days. It's expensive. It can be. Wow. Um, depending on how you smoke. Um, like I said, if it's during the week and I'm working and we're just smoking at night, um, then it'll last you a little bit longer as opposed to the weekend where, you know, you're smoking all day. Um, if it was just me, I also I will say now um, that I do smoke for two pretty much. I'm a two-person household. So I would say it would last us about a day. 
But if you're by yourself, maybe it'll last me a weekend for sure. I'm a little eight. Um, but at 70 bucks, that's a lot. That's a lot. Now, like I said, on the street, when you're not paying taxes and stuff, you're going to pay about 30 to 35. And that's for an eighth. Um, now, after your eighth, and we're going to add another one to this chart here, too, because it's missing one. But after your eighth, you're going to go to your grant, your seven grams or your quarter. Okay. Your quarter. And why is it a quarter? Because it is seven grams. And what is a, a seven? Oh, excuse me. What is seven times four? 28. So seven is no, a quarter. Yeah, it's yeah. 28. Okay, but that seven grams of 28 is a quarter. Um, so that's where you get that basic math. Oh. Um, so that is two eighths, basically. Um, and on our chart here, it said it's going to run you anywhere between like 70 to 120, maybe um, in the dispensaries plus tax. Anything in the dispensary, I'm going to tell you, is probably going to be closer to the higher end um, just with everything. So I say with these, the prices are about right where you're going to pay for the street on the lower end. But the higher end is going to be probably where the dispensary is going to come in because... Like I said, I saw what I was seeing on the menu was about, as Kylo runs through the blinds, was about 60 to 50 and eighth. Um, so if you're needing a quarter, you're going to double that. It's going to be about 120 $100. Kind of a lot when um, you can kind of get a quarter on the street for about maybe 60 bucks, 70 depending on what you're getting. And there's going to be kids on, on the pod listening. I'm like, what? You're getting a quarter? You're getting an A for like 30 35 Listen, I'm not in the business to be paying $80, $90 for an eighth. I just, we're adults now. I'm an adult now. <laughs> I have other other stuff to pay for. It's just simply not, it's just not, you know, you got to be responsible. Um, I'm not going to be living on the street because I'm smoking za. That's just absolutely not. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Uh, seven grams, you got your 70 bucks for the street and then up to 120 in the dispensary. Expensive. Expensive. It's looking like we're better off. We're better off with our local plug. Yeah. Or we're better off That's with our local plug. That's a lot of money. And then you don't even know how good it's going to or Or can you usually tell before you buy it? You'll, the only thing about the dispensaries is you'll have your selection of stuff. Now, I mean, you don't get that much of a choice um, on the street because you'll just, whatever, whatever your whatever plug has, have. as opposed to the dispensary, they'll have a bunch of, a bunch of options. Um, for you to, to pretty much decide on. Um, but as we can see, as we're getting up, it's kind of getting more expensive. We kind of want to stay local um, mm -hmm. with our local uh, guy. So after what I'm going to add in here is after seven grams, it's going to we're going to go jump to a half. Um, so basically, as we're going through all these, everything doubles to your next quantity. Right. So you got three point five. Then you got your seven, which is double of an eighth. And from seven, we're going to double that. And we're going to go to 14, which is our your half um so for the half is a half ounce of of a half ounce so 14 of 28 um and that usually there's no prices here that's going to usually run you around lower end but lower end maybe a hundred to like maybe like one one like 50 to 60 is a decent price um Higher end, I could see the the dispensaries getting up there, maybe close to two. Um, just again with like tax and everything like that. But again, it's it's it goes up it goes immensely after that. the The typical ounce 
Um, and you're only going to be able to buy an ounce at a time when you go into the, to the, the dispensary. Um, so if you're expecting to go buy an ounce, they're saying anywhere from 320 to 480. Four and a half. 480 uh, for an ounce. And that's a lot compared to uh, the value God. on the street, which, so how much which is... can range. Oh, I'd say, depending on the quality, anywhere between like maybe a little less than two to like a little over two. And they and this is three twenty to four eighty. Four eighty. That's ridiculous. And how long is that supposed to last you? An ounce will probably. Uh, okay, so it it really all depends how much you smoke. If you're a single smoker, there's no reason that ounce can't hold you. Maybe two to three weeks. Okay. Maybe a month. If you're a, if if you're a single smoker, um, and you're smoking a lot, maybe like two to three weeks. Ounce of weed. I'm gonna see what it looks like. I need visual. It's, you've seen an ounce of weed before. I've had an ounce of weed in front of you oh. before. More than that. Okay, period. Um, but it's it's a good amount. It's a good amount, but for 320 to 480, that's a lot. That is a and lot. And I say that to, I say oh, yeah, all of this, okay, this to basically say the pricing differences in the dispensary is going to be immense at first. And this is basic economics. When you have only 13 dispensaries, that's selling marijuana and they're trying to not only cover the medical patients, but they're also trying to make up for the population population. I said population, <laughs> the current population of New Jersey, um, the smokers, they're going to have to cover that and the medical patients. So when obviously when demand is up and the supply is not what happens, the price goes up. Yes, it does. It does. Typical supply and demand here. Typical su- supply and demand, people. If you're going to have 13 dispensaries trying to, to supply an entire state. Because um, you know uh, people are going to travel for it. Exactly. And you know, and you know people are traveling over the border. That's not to sure. talk about New Yorkers that are going to be jumping over the border, too, even though they do have legal weed as well. Our industry, I, th- I believe, is popping up before theirs. I don't know too yeah. much about what's going on up there they just legalized it after us so i'm assuming our industry is going to be up before theirs um so they're going to be jumping over you got people in philly it's the whole tri-state area um that are 13 dispensaries for these 13 dispensaries um so it's going to be hard and it's going to be especially annoying probably to go because there's going to be lines and stuff and i guess with places probably still following the COVID protocols. And even not. In California, we had a big group of people. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were all weren't allowed to go in at once. And I was so. like a few people at a time. And then, like when one group was in, we had to sit like in a little waiting area. But I think eventually we were allowed to go in. Maybe after mm-hmm. y'all bought y'all's. I forgot. Because I think at one point we were in there all at the same time. But I guess, in the, was, were we, right? Maybe so. A few of us might have walked out. you were in out. there. You were helping me, kind of. Helping yeah. Me, oddly. Yeah. It was a few of us. Like, once a few of us went in, some oh. a couple people would buy, and then a couple people would go in. So, yeah. Um, it definitely takes a little bit. It's going to be a, a kind of a slow process if you don't know what you want. I'm sure there'll be a lot of people where you places where you can, like, order ahead and do, like, pickups and stuff like that. Um, but it's going to be rough um at first along with the prices and then the lines from the demand and everything it's going to be a a tough sell um at first for me to want to go to a dispensary um and buy it maybe i will do it just for the nostalgia of it if i happen to be close to one but like i said we're pretty far away from everything and um i don't plan on driving uh 40 minutes to an hour when you got the Um, local plug when i got the local plug you know basically right around the corner 
Um, it's just no. Um, and it's the start. It's exciting nonetheless. Like I said, this is something that we thought would never happen. Um, so the fact that we can go do this is uh, pretty fire. Pretty fire. We just have to be patient. Yeah, just be patient. And, Especially uh, with if, if y'all were to go, you got to be patient with these these dispensaries because they're just this is all new to these people so we have to be kind and understanding of course we have be kind and understanding to the people at the dispensary don't be assholes um because they're if if it's anything like california they are very serious they'll have security like armed security yeah like it it was it was crazy. Cool it's, people, though. Cool people, very though. Very cool. But it's, yeah. it's, like, very serious. It's very serious, and as it should be. As it should be. It's yeah. not an industry that should be taken lightly because this stuff can help people. Um, you're going to be able to go in. Um, some of the pros of the dispenser, you're going to be go in and get what you want, whether it be sativas, whether it be indicas, whether you need something for your back pain, whether you need something for your appetite. You can truly medicate um, off this stuff. Or even if you just, like you said, you want to smoke for fun um, recreationally. That'll be available to you, too. Um, so, yeah, uh, to move on a little bit, another thing that came with the sign, uh, the enacting of us being able to buy weed next week is uh, the ability for cops to also smoke weed. Um, that was signed into the whatever bill it was. Excuse me for the lack of knowledge. <laughs> um, whatever bill that was signed into, it, it, gave, it gave police officers specifically um, I don't know why that one industry was singled out because there's plenty of other pers- important positions. Um, we got nurses, teachers, uh, doctors, all people that are held accountable and like drug tested and stuff like that um, over a plant. So while I get it, um, cops is a big. I wonder. The- sorry, I'm, I'm just thought about it. I wonder mm-hmm. if they let cops allowed it for cops to smoke um, because. Oh, my God, I'm having a brain fart. Like, literally. Yeah, because it's a stressful like, industry, maybe? or No. Oh, okay, just continue, because I literally lost my train of thought. It'll come back. Mid-sentence. It'll come back. Oh, Nia doesn't God. smoke too much. It's okay. No, I, I do this regularly. <laughs> it's very <laughs> crazy. Mm-hmm. Okay. You can talk. You, you can finish, and I'll think of what no, I'm saying. No, no, no. But what I was basically saying is um, cops are going to be able to smoke as well. I got um, it. Go ahead. So it would be like, so cops aren't so quick to try to arrest people because if they're allowed to do it, they can't look down on other people. Well, they can't arrest us anyway for it. Well, no, you know what I mean? Like maybe they'll have a better understanding and they can be like, oh, you know, if it's legal for me, why would I even, like, you know, try to profile you yeah. or try to off you Based off of weed. Okay. I get yeah, you. Based yeah, off I get what of weed. Like, you know how sure. they be quick to judge people. Absolutely. You know, even Absolutely. though they do crack and all that kind of stuff, but you know, once sell coke, yeah, sell heroin. We've seen all types of stories of cops that are drug dealers and exactly. doing all that. I watch, too. I watch the movies. So, what's your personal opinion on it? You should think they should be able to smoke off the um, clock. I don't see why not. Honestly, I mean, they do everything else, so yeah. why not just add weed to it? Maybe weed will actually maybe give them some sense. It's probably chiller. Yeah, maybe thing. they'll actually like resort to that instead of you know all Alcohol the other things that make them horrible or you know ineffective at their job. For sure. So and I don't, just make I don't them terrible it. people off the clock. Right. Cops, cops are assholes off they the are. clock. Let's be real. Yeah. Um, so I mean, I I actually don't mind. It. I'm interested to see how it like plays out, but I don't see any negative to it. Like I said, they do everything else. And you know what's crazy? I'm in the same boat as you. Um, I don't see any. 
I don't see any ill side effects to it. I don't see any downside um, to cops being able to smoke weed. And, you know, I'm very um, pro defund the police <laughs> for sure. Um, I'm very vocal about that. But I don't think it's a bad idea to let cops smoke smoke a little bit of pot. I think it'll chill them out a little bit. There's a lot of herb-ass cops out there mm-hmm. that could use a hit of a blunt and chill out. You know what I'm saying? Because I do know a lot of cops as well that turn to the alcohol um, and it makes them, you know, you know, we, let's be real. We know a lot of cops who are alcoholics, alcoholics abusers, drunk drivers, addicted to drugs, addicted to drugs, sells drugs. Mm-hmm. Um, I think weed is probably on the chiller spectrum of things they can do. And I went to IG and I, I got a lot of the same feedback, as a matter of fact, from a few different people. And I'll read it. I'll read the, um, I'll read them out to you. Uh, let's see here. Okay. Some of them are funny. Um, it says one of my first responses, and they're all going to be anonymous, and I'll get go through them pretty fast because we all kind of agreed here um, for once, actually, on some positive for the police. So for all the times you guys see me say fuck 12 and all that stuff like that, here's some positivity um, for me. And you know what? Before I read these, let me get a disclaimer in, in here. Uh, when I'm saying fuck 12, right? And I have a lot of people that I know that are police officers <laughs> and that follow me on social media. Um, I'm very vocal and I'm very fuck 12 sometimes. Those are very emotional uh, statements because I we- do see those after. I'm saying that a lot after I see trauma and traumatic events that are, quite frankly, far too often involving police, police officers. Mm-hmm. Um and I'm very defund the police because I feel like a lot of that money that are used to, you know, go into the pockets of these cops overtimes and all this extra equipment that isn't necessary um, could be spent on social programs um, to where we could send social workers out to some responses. That's that... who really needs. You see all the time how DIFUS and all these other programs that are absolutely needed, like social workers, they don't make quarter of what these cops are making and they're doing really really serious work work. that they need you know funds for because they should be paid accordingly and there should be more it should be more and they just need to you know they have to do not much more than i mean everyone has to do what they have to do but that's a social work and and diapers and all these programs that need money they're doing like the serious like work and they should be doing more they should be the ones going out to um you know calls where somebody having a mental episode and stuff like that because you're sending police officers into these situations where they're not trained to handle people that just are mentally unstable and a lot of these people end up getting shot and killed just because cops don't understand and they're just being too aggressive and like uh you know things like that so if we did defund the police and a lot of that stuff went into these programs, I'm not saying we don't need police officers. We still need someone to keep order. Um, but I also feel like people should know that, that you're not talking about like every single cop. Exactly. It's only the cops because you have the bad apples, but you have the good apples. Exactly. And I have a lot of respect for a lot of police right. officers around we here. We know too many. All my all, all my interactions with police, if you think a cop pulls me over and the first thing I say is like, yo, fuck you. <laughs> That's that's not the case. Like, you know, I, st- I show respect where I get respect. Um, so if it's ever a situation where I'm not getting respect, then, you know, we'll handle it. And, uh, you know, whatever manner we can to best, you know, I guess de-escalate the situation because I don't need seven shots in my back. But 
you know, I, I, I give respect where it is. And I, I knew a lot of these guys before they were police officers. So I'm not specifically talking about you. And you shouldn't take it personal anyway. Um, you should be just as mad as I am uh, at a lot of these situations. And that's something I get frustrated when a lot of people, especially that I know that are police officers, don't speak out on a lot of the stuff that's going on. Because it kind of, if you don't say something, you kind of are like going into, you know, you're kind of siding with it because... Mm-hmm. You know, the cops have their whole brotherhood and all that other, you know, different shit. But that's what gets everyone, and that's why these situations happen. And exactly. people don't get charged what they need to be charged for because it's a brotherhood. And, like, please, please. Exactly, these are lives, right. like, real lives involved and people getting killed for no reason. In your own communities is that because there are a lot of um, African-American police officers as well. Um, and that makes it even worse that just no one says anything and it's frustrating for me. So that's why I get emotional and I go off and I black screen shit. Um, that's just how it happens. But just know it's not out of disrespect for you. Um, I respect all my friends as the men that they are before they put their uniform on. So that just makes it a little bit easier uh, to respect. So now that that's off my chest, um, we can get back to the uh, resp- the few responses that I got um, to my Instagram story. So um, the first response, well, and the question was, I guess I'll read that first. How do you feel about officers smoking weed? Should they be able to? And I lost my responses. Bear with me. Bear with me. All right. So the first response I got was, sure, why not? I feel like police officers don't even smoke weed, though, to be honest. And I feel like you're right. And yeah. Like I said earlier, um, a lot of police officers are herbs. Um, they, they're just, and it's funny that I call them herbs, but um, they're herbs. They don't smoke weed. And a lot of them are like uptight. Like, I also think they don't do it because they get, don't they get tested? They do. They, get drug they do tested? get tested. I'm sure a lot more would smoke weed. Yeah. And I'm sure a lot, it's, there's going to be a lot of chill police officers. I'm going to be sharing a lot of blunts with some, some cops for sure <laughs> off the clock. Um, I would love to have a cop on the podcast so we can discuss some of the issues that I may have and uh, we could share some weed. Um, that would be dope. Um, so if there are any cops out there that do want to come on my podcast, um, we can talk some issues that, um, we face with the police and stuff like that. Um, I would love to, uh, come on, come on on. But yeah, I believe, um, that most officers don't and maybe they will now after the fact. So I agree with that. Um, this response kind of doesn't make sense, but it's funny (laughs) as hell. Um, it says they break any other law they want. I don't see how this is any different. (laughs) That is a fact. I mean, they were probably, they were probably cops already smoking pot off the you know, off the clock and shit like that, whether they got tested or not. They cover up just about everything else. Exactly. So I don't, I, you're probably right. They probably were already um, breaking the law. Shout someone out to that response. Shout out to that one. Um, someone said, maybe they'll relax a little bit more. Yeah. We, I, we, we, hit, we touched that on that point. Yeah, yep. we touched on it. They're uptight. A lot of cops should relax. Because you ever, just going into a situation with a cop and you know they're, you know how it's going to be from like the first two seconds, whether they're, you know, trying to put their dick on the table, oh. you know what I'm saying, and show like that they, that they're a cop or if they're, they're being cool. Like you can usually tell how it's going to go. So hopefully there's a lot more relaxed ones. Next response is, I think it's about time. Police work a high stress job that they, that they need more, that they need, excuse me, Jesus. <laughs> Let's bring it back. Just breathe. Just breathe. I think it's about time. Police work a high-stress job. They need weed more than us. I wouldn't necessarily think they need me weed more than us. I mean, you kind of, 
you know what you sign up for when you're being a cop. And if you're but, not a if you're not a dick, I mean, you can. But like we said, they resort to all that other stuff because they probably can't resort to Mary Joanna. So exactly. maybe they'll resort to something that might be more effective instead of like alcohol and the crazy other drugs that you would think they'd be tested for. But like we said, they cover up everything, so they're probably doing them for sure right, anyway. Yeah. That's a good answer. Great answer. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't think they need weed more than us. I don't think so. I think you know what you're getting into. I mean, it's not like they're in the fucking streets of Baghdad or anything like that. <laughs> well, depending on where you're but at. Depending on where you're at, but, for sure. But, I mean, around here. It's, it's all about relations anyway. If we have better relations with the police, the, a lot of the, these problems can be solved. So, you know, we need to work on that shit. And maybe a lot of these problems, like, we wouldn't have. If there was a lot of mutual respect between each other, and I can honestly say that, um, there would be a lot better, a lot better world. Because for real, no one says fuck the fire department. I think right. they're all pretty great people. Mm-hmm. I no one no complaints with people <laughs> at the fire department. Um, out there saving the lives. No, nope. No one says fuck EMTs. So, no. Yeah. No one says fuck the Coast Guard. <laughs> no, and like it just seems like. It's always the police that we're coming back to and saying this. And that's that's a reason. There's a reason for that. If they do more good than um, all the shit that we see in the news, then we wouldn't be talking about this. We wouldn't be speaking about them like that. Um, Correct. So, yeah. And then the last response was <laughs> only if they pass the vibe check and take fat rips only. For sure. And then they followed up with the on the real only if all jobs take away drug testing for weed on the application. For sure. I agree. I think that's becoming more of a thing now like they're not jobs aren't drug like my job they took they used to drug test like people in the well the home office people i'll say like no they didn't drug test me well anyway they used to do the drug test but then they stopped like once you know and you could probably and one thing i noticed is a lot of the lower level jobs are the ones that drug test not the higher that's terrible not the higher level ones yeah. because i mean we all know why um just another way to uh be prejudiced and uh stuff like that mm-hmm. um but yes yes um they do if you are gonna smoke weed and you're a cop you got to do it the right way and if you're taking bong rips you got to take really really fat rips um you got to smoke fat blunts um and you got to really get with it don't don't half-ass this shit don't be a cop about it if i'm smoking with anyone and any cops and they're being a cop about smoking weed while they're smoking weed just stop Right, it's, it's not meant for you. It's 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 uncomfortable. Like <laughs> the idea of smoking, like, with, smoking with a cop is very uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, well, we gotta break that. Like up. the personality of police officers. Like they, I can't imagine. It's like it's like a, out of all of them, I wouldn't say it's got to be like a handful of cops, like as a whole that have that are actually cool people. The rest Facts. of them, I can't even imagine sitting with them and like. Smoking weed, probably like, yeah, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I couldn't imagine being a cop. Like, just I had a, a fucking nine forty seven last week, <laughs> bro. And yeah, yeah. I took like literally in. that's all. They, yeah. Yeah. Let's go get fucked up. Let's get some alcohol. Go They're to gonna the be the ones trying to mix like cross. Yeah, cross face. Like, like, oh come God, on. no thanks. Nah, for real though, smoking with a cop <laughs> is probably like nerve-wracking it's probably gonna be crazy but i'm open to but, it i'm about to say but please prove dougie dougie please prove me wrong I, so please prove him wrong and 
Let's, let's we fix don't the mind, relations. We don't yo, mind admitting real. when we're wrong in a situation Absolutely. or when we're stand corrected. You know, like we don't mind. That's what life is all about to be corrected right. and stuff like that. So let's fix the relations. Let's get a cop on here. Let's, let's prove me wrong. Let's not make it an awkward smoke. Um, <laughs> so any, like I said, any police officers that want to come on here and vibe vibe with us, I'm, I'm with it. We'll make you have a drink if it makes you feel more comfortable. Um, exactly. You're in a safe space with us. Uh, you can keep it. A, I guess I mean you could keep it anonymous if you want. We'll have it. We could we could keep it anonymous. It could I be mean. an anonymous guest, and only the people who know them will know who it is. Well, yes, because I'm not gonna you know you're not gonna be Darth Vader on here the whole episode. <laughs> it's not gonna happen. Um, so yeah, what else is it? What I feel like I was gonna say something else. We're at that point in the podcast um, where I just totally forget. The points I was trying to make. <clears throat> it's okay, because I had a, a brain fart mid-sentence. It is. Um, but yes, smoking with a cop does seem like it would give me very much anxiety. Um, and yeah, what what else? I mean, I was going to throw another topic in here, but we're already at an hour. So we're going to call it, probably. We're going to leave this the 420 pod, where we smoke and talk about 420 and 421. We uh, got you ready. You know your weights. You know mm-hmm. what to go in the store and expect. Let's go. Make us proud. Well, it's a big day. You know, a big day coming up. Yes. Um, uh, really, it does. It it it's really nostalgic. And all jokes aside, it it really feels good. Cause I never, I'll never forget the feeling of being in Cali. And uh, we were smoking outside for that first time when we got to the BNB. Right. It was just so. It was just a freeing feeling, and yes. uh, just and a cop rode by, and just not just. Didn't even care. I froze because just reaction, but like. They don't care. They don't give a shit. And the edibles, the I, edibles. I did more edibles out. Actually, I did. I don't. Did we ever talk about this on the podcast? When I smoked, I did so good on the last day. Yeah. I lasted like what five of them. Yeah, we were I, smoking I was, a lot. I'm, I'm going to talk about that situation because I'm proud of myself. But majority of the trip, I did edibles, and there was like it's such a bet, like a great experience. Yeah. Just being able to go and buy edibles and just eat them. And just, just eat them and <sighs> not have to know how much to eat, know how much to take, and be able right. to ask those questions. I mean, and outside of like, even if you don't smoke, the industry is such a good thing because there's so much opportunity that's going to come, whether it be the money from the taxes, whether it be the opportunity for jobs. Um, it's going to be insane. Oh, uh, in, in New York, I think they, they um, gave permission to, I think, only what is it licenses to ex-convicts for weed they give them the uh, they gave them their license to you know start owning their own dispensaries yeah. and growing their own weed and stuff i think that's amazing because i think exactly. it'll be it'll lessen you know prejudice and it'll lessen just all the unnecessary you know Arrest incarceration incarceration and, for sure and right. the fact that they're giving it back to the inmates and stuff that, that are pretty much arrested for because we see it all yeah. the time there are guys sitting in jail for selling weed while there are to you know put it frankly you know caucasian people on twitter that get whole features right. off of it's, it's a line of edibles or like specific type of marijuana products and it's just the treatment is not the same it's so. so hypocritical and it's like literally in your face and i think like you can't hide that so they i feel like they i hope that you know gov, the governor of new york her step to do that you know is a domino effect? Domino effect, for sure. For everyone else. like Jer- I'm sure Phil Murphy will get on a train like that. He's awesome. So it'll be great to see. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited for it. And once once the years go by and things, you know, start to, uh, you know, get there. And even with the tourist industry, um, you we already see a lot of... 
I, I imagine a dispensary in Asbury Park, just on oh, the shore. It's gonna be even worse. It's gonna be crazy. It'll be What's nuts. Worse? It'll it'll be, it'll be worse. It'll be hectic because of the tour for us locals. <laughs> All right, but like it would do good business and it would be, sure. I guess, cool to have. So we're gonna leave it on that note. You you know, let's get ready for four twenty. Let's celebrate four twenty one, and you know, let's celebrate all the good things that cannabis brings to the world and um, will bring to the world and will bring to the world as we start to accept it more. Um, yeah, we'll leave it at that. One more thing. I was in Soho last week and they were smoking a lot out there mm-hmm. in New York. And that was just a dope thing. Real artsy vibe. Um, Shoot, I was driving home and dude was, you seen the blunt in his hand. He just had it out. His, it was, the, I think it was, it was like 80 degrees outside. Word. Just blunt his hand, hand out the window. That's the first wow. thing I think of when it's nice outside. I'll walk outside, like, especially when I get to work because I get there in the morning and then I come out for a break. I'll come outside. And I'm like, damn, I would love to smoke a blunt out here. <laughs> that's that's my that's my way of saying it's it's good weather outside. It's yeah. damn, I would smoke a blunt out here. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we'll leave it there. Dougie on the mic, Nia on the second chair. Yes, yes. Um, we'll be back very soon, very very soon. I'm gonna try to set up a pot for next week, uh, next weekend, next weekend. <laughs> Jeez, get me off the mic. Um, set up a pod for next week. We'll make a little thing out of it. Um, have Hopefully have some people, maybe a couple uh, extra people around sitting in. And we'll make a whole vibe off of it. But for now, we're going to leave you here with this one. Um, 420. Happy 420. You'll, Happy got, 420. you'll be getting this on Wednesday. Blaze it up. Um, however you indulge, whether it be edibles, whether it be a blunt. Um, do what you do, whether you don't, and even if you don't, just just celebrate what cannabis does and all the good it does for the world. And be safe. And be very and have safe. Fun and I can't all that definitely be safe, please. Um, but that's it. That's your, it's your boy Dougie, Nia. It's Nia. We out. Uh, another podcast. Y'all be easy. Happy Doodles. 420. Happy 421. Uh, and let me know how the day goes for y'all. Bye. Y'all be easy.